This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 854 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Smokey Branneman from Horseman's Services in Greenleaf, Wisconsin, where he raises and trains registered quarter horses of his own, trains youngsters and remedial horses for his clients, and teaches clinics around the United States. Today, Smokey answers a listener question about using different bits on the same horse. And we'll get right to our tip after this important message from StatelineTac.com. When the weather forecast calls for wind, rain, bone-chilling temperatures, or snow, look no further than StatelineTac.com to make sure your barn time is warm, dry, and stylish. StatelineTac.com has jackets and vests that keep you warm and dry from afternoon hacks in New England to break-of-dawn schooling sessions in Wellington. They also carry a wide selection of toasty warm breeches for schooling ring or show ring. They even have waterproof breeches for those days when Mother Nature is at her worst. And StatelineTac.com knows there's nothing more satisfying than having warm, dry feet at the barn. So they have beautiful winter boots for showing, weather-busting paddock boots for on the horse or off, and lots of rubber boots for mucking about. Surf over to StatelineTac.com today and choose from your favorite brands like Ariat, Debonair, Dublin, Mountain Horse, Carrots, Tough Rider, and many, many more. StatelineTac.com And back with us again from Horseman Services Limited, Smokey Branneman is here, one of my favorite go-to guys when it comes to difficulties with training. And uh, we're answering some listener questions on these this series of tips, and this come this one comes from a young lady who shares her horse with another family member, and has to use different equipment. And she wants to know: Is it okay to ride a horse in different bits? I use a curb, but my sister uses a snaffle because she's a novice rider, and she's worried that she'll confuse her horse. What do you think, Smokey? Well, it. Really, it's not it's not the bit. It's a bit more knowledge, and it really boils down to the rider and the way you use the different bits and and the pressure you apply or don't apply as to how any given bit or or uh, hackamore or halter is going to work for you and that horse. When I'm when I'm training a, a young horse, and in the in the Spanish vaquero traditions, they transition between a bozelle and a snaffle bit and then on into a curb bit. And some of the other factions of the bridle horse riders go from a bridle and then to a or from a from a snaffle bit and then to the bozelle and then to the curb bit. So those horses, either way you want to look at it, those horses are, are transitioning between nothing in their mouth to a mild snaffle bit to a, a straight up spade bit or a curb bit with a variation between either using the bozelle first or the, or the snaffle first. 
and they're they're in those bits for a period of time up to years before they transition between the three bits. Hmm. So they can be rowed in anything from a bozelle to a snaffle bit to a straight up spade bit or a shank bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's it's just a matter of teaching yourself and your horse how to respond to the different kinds of pressure that's applied or directed through whatever bridle you put on the horse. Now, when I train a young horse, I I train a young horse based upon how well they respond to the least amount of pressure when I'm applied when I want them to turn or stop or back up. They all start in a, in a good, solid, fairly stiff rope halter. And that's how I start teaching them how to flex and bend and, and turn and stop and back up. And I ride in that rope halter for four or five or six rides before I start using the transition into the snaffle bit. And then I, when I put the snaffle bit on, I'll still ride with the halter underneath the bridle, and I'll use kind of a two-rein setup between the, between the rope halter and the snaffle bit and transition between the rope halter and the snaffle. And in 30 days' time, they, they usually get to the point where they're riding straight up in a snaffle bit, and I'll keep them in the snaffle bit for as long as it takes to get them be responding lightly and softly and moving off my leg pressure more so than the bit pressure before you transition into a into a shank bit. Because really a shank bit for most folks is they're just using it to apply more pressure, you know, because they haven't tried, trained the horse properly to start with to stop and turn and back up with light pressure, and they put a bigger bit on hoping that they're going to get their horse to stop better. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of training the person on how to use those those different bridles and head stalls or bridles and bozels and and shank bits as much as it is training the horse. But if your horse is well trained and responds properly, you know, and has good training, then there should be no problem riding in a rope halter or riding a snaffle bit or riding in a shank bit as long as the rider knows how to apply the different direction using those different kinds of bits. So in this particular scenario from our listener where we have a two different riders of different experience levels uh-huh. using two different bits, providing those two riders are using the same aids, albeit at different skill sets, the skill levels, they're using the same aids with their seat and their legs, that is going to avoid the confusion because the A's remain the same regardless regardless of which bit is in the mouth. Is that kind of yeah yeah? Am I getting and, it? And yep. And uh, as I understand it from this question, it sounds like this is an older, pretty well trained horse, and that horse is going to rise or fall to the level of the experience of the rider as well, mm-hmm. and also help the rider out, which is a good thing for younger horse for younger riders to to be aware of. And when they're looking to get a horse, get that older, been there, done that horse that will help you learn how to use those bits properly and ride properly, and he'll adapt to the experience level that is on his back to a certain point, you know? Yes, absolutely. with, With the younger rider riding in a snaffle, I would recommend that that's a good way to go because that snaffle bit is a lot milder and easier to work with 
easier for the horse to work with, I should say. Um, if that younger rider happens to get a little heavy-handed, that snaffle bit is going to be a lot milder on the horse than the shank bit. The shank bit, you have a problem with applying too much leverage, and a young rider will tend to pull back too much and get the horse to start rearing up or fighting that bit or getting mad. So until that younger rider learns how to ride with a soft hand and use the other aids that the horse responds to, they probably shouldn't allow her to ride or him in that in that mm-hmm. shank bit. So it sounds like they're really very much on the right track. And have no I, fear, listener, you're, you're, you're not going to confuse your horse. I don't think so. If they're using the same basic leg aids and, and direction that the horse is used to, he should respond just fine with, with a snaffle or a, or a shank bit. Well, that's great. Oh, I feel so reassured now. Well, I'm <laughs> glad I could help. <laughs> well, thank you very much once again, Smokey Branneman. Tell our listeners where they can find you on the interweb. I am on my website at www.smokeybranneman.com. And I'm also up on Facebook. I have a bunch of, you know, training tidbit videos up there on Facebook and YouTube and all that stuff. And all they got to do is type my name in and they'll find it all. Awesome. And Smokey also has several excellent books, Good for Your Own Library or a Gift, available for sale on his website. I have several of them, as well as really fun T-shirts. Some training videos, too. There we go. Thanks a lot, Smokey. We'll see you next time. You're quite welcome. Catch you later. And I guess that just about takes care of it. To listen to more of Smokey's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and type Smokey in the search field located in the top right-hand corner. And don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they really do make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of StatelineTAC.com. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.